There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, we made it through Mother's Day weekend and we made it to this Monday. You know what? The weather is not as shiny as we would like it to be, but it's going to be warm this weekend. And we've also got both Lori and Julia hanging out with us today. So let's sit back and enjoy the show, you guys. I know. Weird, weird weather. Yeah, very weird. It is. I mean, Julia, how are you? COVID bored. I'm good, but oh my gosh, did you see what I I put in for my title for our little video thing where I can see you guys COVID bored? (laughs) I'm going crazy. I I mean, since last, what, Wednesday night, I've been in isolation. Yes. It's a long time. Yeah. But I swear, so many people I know have COVID. It's the weirdest thing right now. But Mm -hmm. if people have been boosted or vaccinated, they're not getting as sick. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, 100%. I feel like I have a bad cold. Yeah. You and I, it took us two years to get COVID. (laughs) I know. We were doing so well. Yeah. This is, you know, it was weird because I watched Jason's show today. I don't know if you hear that buzzing. Nope. But whatever. Nope. Um, I watched his show today, and it was the first time in, I think they said, two and a half years since they had guests in studio. Oh, yeah. And, and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, has it been that long? And this is my second day during all of it, doing work from home. I like coming in better is just the thing I want to say, yeah. where I get the stress. Do you get it stressful broadcasting oh. from home? Or from yeah, I'm not into it. Place called I'm your not into it, room. really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the sunroom. You're in I'm the, in the sun. sunroom. How are you guys? We're we are so good. You have a good Mother's good. Day. Of course, you probably didn't get to see anybody. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. All right. So there's it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. I know. You're like it's uh, fine. You yeah. you made your peace with your disappointment on Friday when you tested. Oh, positive. Thursday. I was already. Done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all okay. It's yeah. all okay. How about you guys? Good weekends. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I stayed pretty close to home. Yeah. Didn't do mm-hmm. too much. I made it out to you see... You never made it... What was that? Go ahead, Greg. I made it out to see Doctor Strange. That was about the biggest thing I did this weekend. And You're going to hold that thought. We're going to hold that thought, yeah. On so that. It's, it was wow. interesting. Interesting. So um, other than that, I didn't really do anything. Uh, Julia, did you watch Rome? The Rome tennis? Oh, the big, uh, it was Morocco. Wasn't it Morocco? Uh, or maybe Madrid. Maybe it was Madrid, Madrid. Thank you. It was an M word. Yeah, I caught. I didn't watch the finals. I have no idea who won. Well, it was the greatest weekend of Carlos Alcaraz's life, as well as the oh, greatest beat. weekend of a horse named um, Lucky Strike or Lucky something. Lucky Strike or Rich Strike or second something. win. How about that? Wow, that was kind of exciting. Rich Strike making oh history God. that it didn't even know it was gonna the horse didn't even know it was gonna run we have a little audio mm-hmm. okay. if you you know they always call it the most exciting two minutes in sports history 
And I watched it. It was. It really did live up to its name. So this horse made history, and there were two Minnesota horses racing, Zandon and Zozos, and it's the first time two Minnesota horses were cool. in the Derby. And Zandon, a very pretty um, colt, came in third. Oh, it was nice. Very favored. It was one of the top three. I think it had like five to one odds or something. So, but that that horse came in third. But here's just a little bit from GMA. Oh Derby. my goodness, what an unforgettable race at the Kentucky Derby. Long shot Rich Strike pulled off one of the greatest upsets in the history of the race. Just if you look at this aerial coverage, you could just see how he bobs and weaves oh in and out goodness. of the horses. He eventually makes it to the front. He had the longest odds to win, 80 to 1 shot. Mm. Um, but in the final stretch, Rich Strike moved all the way up from 15th place to take the first leg of the Triple Crown. Was it? He wasn't even on the, the He the wasn't card. even on the running because one horse dropped wow. out uh, so he one horse scratched so he ended up coming in the jockey flew in that morning wow to get so it's almost like if you don't have time to think about it wow. you just kind of do it just wow. amazing That's you know especially crazy. when you're not expected to win and nobody real nobody I know bet on oh, him yeah. but you yeah. know there were I'm sure there were a couple Richards around that that bet on <laughs> I heard you say somebody won like 60,000 or something like yeah, that I mean think yeah. about it. you put like a dollar bet down you win you know $120 for every for every dollars you bet Yes. A lot of people were talking about how the horse seemed to oh, be like fighting everybody end. afterwards, but the horse was just on fire. He was fired mm -hmm. up. He was you know, wanted mode. to keep going. Yeah, yeah he was in race mode. So, um, oh my gosh, it was just so much fun to be down there and watch that. And don't forget, you can watch the Preakness Stakes. That's the next leg of the Triple Crown. That's on Saturday, May 21st, right here on NBC. Julia, it looked like people oh, were oh. freezing their butts off. It looked like a chili. Okay, I, chili. Lori, I have to laugh. I have to laugh so hard because. Um, Dylan was there doing, you know, they, they really, you'd never seen so many behind the scene parts of the Kentucky Derby yeah. before. And then they had the fashion police lady there who I sent you the photo of that looked like she was the Morton Salt lady. She forgot the Kentucky Derby hats. And then they had this commentator out on the, oh, on the track like the, with yeah, the flame it, hat or with whatever the, that it was. It looked like a crown and it looked like everything blew away that made it a hat. I, they, they look so dumb. I'm like, get into the tradition. I thought it was really kind of crazy. Yeah, I think the hat. I, I th my favorite part was they carried Jack Harlow to. <laughs> I the, saw that the wherever they carry him, so for, so he can say riders up. They yeah. have a celebrity right. <laughs> say riders up, but he was carried across the dirt track, so his white suit yeah, and his shoes and get, his shoes wouldn't get dirty. All to say, <laughs> riders up. It was and awesome. Before, and right before that, he was with Drake, who's talking to them, and finally goes, I'm wasted, guys. Right on national TV, he goes, I'm just drunk. I'm just here for the party. And Jack, this guy says, I'm not, I'm not. I'm ready for my job. But it was kind of a funny. That's cool. I thought it was fun. Yeah, it, it was. It was a little ridiculous when I went to, you know, I said, Casey, I'll, I'll tape the Kentucky Derby. And it was like four and a half hours of racing. Oh, you know, it's they have all the pre-races yes. and then all the behind the scenes yeah. and everything. It was a it was exciting though. It was. I loved watching that horse. He was so fast. Oh my gosh. And then the biting that happened afterward oh, when it was chasing the other pony and I'm like, I mean that guy seemed to be punching the guy who was on the pony, he seemed to be punching 
our Kentucky Derby winner in the eye. Yeah, he, well, was... he wanted him to quit biting his horse's mane. Yeah, it's a big that animal. Was wild. Yeah, you can't really it was just like say a car no. that couldn't slow down. Yeah, yeah right. that was something else. That was really cool to see the underdog like that to come back. And the way like said, like they said in that audio, if you get a chance, go look up the aerial footage of the race itself for the last leg to see this horse wind and weave in and out of the track. It was like amazing. it's yeah, it was unlike anything I've ever seen in horse racing. Yeah, it was pretty cool, and I bet people just might have bet on that horse just for the name. Some rich people. strike. Yeah. You know, yeah. like maybe I'm well, going to strike a rich. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it was a new, it wasn't supposed to be there. And it's like all the odds against it. Yeah. But 80 to one people made some money. Yeah. I'll if say. they did. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. I'm, I, I would think that there would be some people who got lucky with, yeah. with their uh, picks. Yeah. I would, I would mm-hmm. imagine. Yeah. All right. Listen, um, when we come back, yes. we have a vintage comedy story. That ties in with this Legends Netflix, the fourth season of this. And I don't think you and I have even watched one episode of this, but maybe we're going to have to. When we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Oh, sing it, Lizzo. That is, um, you know, she thinks it's going to be the song of the summer. She might be right. It's- did you see her Instagram? Yeah, we posted it today. Where she's doing the <laughs> dance challenge. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love her. That She's dance so is great. all over TikTok her, to that song you're talking yes. about. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Everybody is doing that dance to that song. It will be the song of the summer. I think so. Sure. I think for so. Sure. Okay, so I don't think either of us have watched this show, and I'm not sure if you have, Grant, but David Letterman um, is returning to Netflix for his highly popular talk show series, My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. Right. He only has He only does six sit-downs. Uh, interview. So this is like an easy, good job for David Letterman and, um, (laughs) for anybody, for anybody. And, um, so it debuts, it'll drop a week from Friday and, um, it's just a single guest per episode, the list for the fourth season. And they taped all of this in January and February. So this was taped, um, before the Oscars, because Will Smith is a guest, oh, Cardi B okay. is a guest, Kevin Durant, oh. Billy Eilish, Julia Louis Dreyfus, and Ryan Reynolds are the six guests. And um, okay. they sh- uh, there. I watched a little teaser of the Ryan Reynolds where he does invite Dave into his house, and of course, I I kind of would like just to even. I guess I would be interested in seeing Ryan Reynolds because it was like in their New York City home. But um, oh yeah, so this show debuted in 2018. The first guest was President Barack Obama, and it's won. It's been nominated three times for an Emmy. But so you know, it's done in front of a live audience, a single audience, single guest, and um, and then. Um, then they Letterman and his guests go someplace that there's a special tie-in. So in, okay. I thought, well, I wonder what David, how he's promoting, you know, this easy peasy talk show gig that he's got. Um, <laughs> that I'm wild. He's got to, so much money, he doesn't need to even do it. Right, right. And um, um, so I thought, I wonder how he's promoting it. So I go to his Twitter page and how Letterman is promoting is he's posting clips where somebody went through and edited several appearances of Don Rickles being on The Late Show with David Letterman. So it's just sort of, he doesn't say anything about, you know, watching a show, but it's just like, how many memorable appearances did Don Rickles have on 
Any of the late night a million. shows. A million. A million. So here's yeah. just a uh, clip of just some rapid fire back and forth. And it seems like it might be five or six different times this clip okay. is from. That part of the country I'm not too familiar with. I've been through there, but I've never worked there. You, do, you used to do college dates and so forth. I never went to college. You went to Ball State. That's right. Now, how did you know I went to Ball State? Oh, well, State because University. you're my whole life. <laughs> How's Frank doing? Is he all he's right? He's great. He's yeah. great. I always tell him he's great. Otherwise, he could hurt the family. <laughs> I remember one day I said, you don't look good. Now I got an ant walking around like this. No. <laughs> Anyway, the, the picture is going to be real dynamite. Joe Pesci but is How wonderful. big is your part in the movie? Seriously. Well, when you see it. Are you like a co-star? That's 750. You're not like an extra. Are you like an extra? I'm not an extra. Do you I have stand lines? In the back. Do you have lines in the movie? No, what? I don't have lines. In, no, I don't have lines. I just stand there and I wet my pants. <laughs> what do you think? I do? Of course, I have lines. So, so they. They really were then, they really must have been it's a talkie, familiar you know. it's a with talkie. your work. It's yeah, I know, I understand that. Norma Desmond comes in at the end and faints. <laughs> the hell do you think we're doing here? Well, I don't know. It's a big movie. Does it come by? We're it's a big movie and you're starting to steam me, Redman. You're starting to steam me. Just come in and ask if we need any more ice. I came out here with a good attitude. Now you're steaming me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Funny. So I think it was like five or six different oh, appearances. But awesome. it does make me want to go back and watch some of his interviews. He had a one-on-one with uh, Lizzo, I think, in last year's. And yeah, I, I actually, I watched that one, and I watched the Kim Kardashian one. I watched those two before. Yeah. And he, he's so charming. You know he's so good at that, and he puts everybody at ease. But um, I'm curious when the Will Smith one is airing, because I bet that one a million people, gazillions of people will tune in for. Except that uh, Letterman is letting us know that we will be disappointed because... Um, it was filmed before the Oscars. <laughs> right. Yeah, before, unfortunately. Right. So, oh, so gosh. although I have noticed there's been a lot of, no, they're not the most, um, you know, credible things, but there's a lot of little gossipy blinds and little stories coming out about Will and Jada are not in a great place. Well, mm-hmm. this week, you told everyone this, like, the next day you said, I wouldn't be surprised. surprised. No, this this is not surprising at all. I bet they're taking space from each other. I mean, they've been married a long time, I think since the early, mid-90s or something, and they're just, yeah. And he's probably, he's, they're both living with each, yes, each other. Yes, exactly, because. Because both of them. She opened the door and, like, let's have a red table talk about the entanglement which that I couldn't she got in with another man. Yes, which I couldn't even believe that they went along with that or that he went along with that and so he you sat can just there. Yeah, you can just feel where there could be some resentment happening. Um, 100%. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, Billie Eilish, I'd be probably not interested in that but I'm definitely I'm not interested at all. She's been so exposed like the Apple thing did something I, she just, I feel like I've seen. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds, though. So, 
Brian Reynolds, I'm all for it. Yeah. We are all for that. And Cardi B. Love her. Yeah. Love her. So those would be two good ones. And Julia Louis-Dreyfus, because what's next for Julia Louis? She's been waiting for the perfect thing. Yeah, no. According to something she was on last year, I think. Yeah. I don't know what the perfect thing is. Jeez, he's only... Yeah. I have to laugh because remember how you said you were so hot in Hawaii in your little room where you had... (laughs) And you gave me so much crap about it. I did. Well, here's the deal, because I'm in my sunroom, and um, I, during the break, I went and put blankets down on every piece of hardwood floor. I've got everything shut, but I had turned up my heat, so I wouldn't be chilly out here to a nice 72 balmy, and I swear to God, it's 94. <laughs> yeah, because so it's warm it. out. <laughs> it is warm it's out. Humid, it's humid, yeah. It was cold this morning, though, so it's kind of gotten warmer during mm-hmm. the day. But Julia, it's flat. taken us 20 years to learn about soundproofing, but now we both have, uh, in our 20th year, <laughs> learned about soundproofing. You need to do it in your underwear. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. in, room, in your underwear with nothing else. That's why I was doing my show in a bikini and a cover-up. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to Grant. <laughs> I was sweating my <laughs> balls off. Yeah, you were hot. I oh. almost... I was trying to find funny outfits for you guys because, again, I'm COVID bored. Yeah. And I've washed every screen, every window with Q-tips, with toothpicks. I've done every detailing possible thing. That is some good ADD cleaning. Yeah. Oh, God. Except for flipping my winter clothes. I just haven't gone there yet. But I'm sitting here. And I wanted to put on a bathing suit, but I thought, nah, Grant doesn't need to see <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> but I wanted to for you, for you Lori. <laughs> Will you t- tomorrow wear a cover-up over your bathing suit, and you okay, can just that's... sit in there, and you can sweat? Because, yes, it gets quite warm when everything <laughs> is closed off and blanketed <laughs> and cushioned, and you're just like, you're trying to oh. make this hot. Now we know why the studio is nice and cold. Yes, absolutely. We totally do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we totally do. Took us a long time to figure that one out, but <laughs> know. you know, we, we finally got there. Donnie would be so proud of us. Yes, he yeah. would. He would. He would. Uh, he, finally, oh, those, those girls are realizing what the heck is going on. Um, <laughs> I know. Anyway, well, we're all well, the, we're all here. We're back together. Yes, we are. Good to have you, COVID board. There- <laughs> Your new handle for the week. Um, listen, oh, uh, when we come back, we got a little music news. We got a birthday boy who's seventy three today. Yeah, we do. One of Ooh. Grant's favorite people mm-hmm. in the world. Yes, one of many people's favorite singers in the world. We'll be right back. William Martin Joel, the piano man. True or false? Was that the? Is that his first single? I thought it was his first single. Single. Maybe that's kind of. That was the. Let me look. Let me look. Because it was named the Piano Man was, I think, the album. Well, anyway, he's one of the best-selling music artists of all time. He sold 160 million records. It would be very fun to go and see him at one of his um, Madison Square Garden gigs. Yes, Lori, that would be fantastic. It would. You were correct. It was his first single in North America, and it included Joel's nineteen. It was from his nineteen seventy three album, named the same name. I would have sworn there was something else before that, but my apologies. I would have too. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I have this brother, not the one that Lori's married to, my other one. Okay. Who was always, you know, listened to kind of different music than everybody, and in seventy, you know, in the mid seventies when we were all listening to like Led Zeppelin and yeah, some other Pink Floyd and stuff. So John had this album and i remember thinking you know that 
that guy's really cool. And we didn't tell, like, Wake Up Virginia or whatever his album was, the next one, when we got used to him. But he, um, he's a good, he's been around a long time. It was Street Life Serenade and Turnstiles were the next two albums. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then The Stranger in 1977, which that That's was Columbia's that... best-selling release. Just, that song, just, too. Was... Yeah, Just the Way You Are, Moving Out, Only the Good Die Young. And the maudlin, she's always a woman. Um, and one of his personal favorites, another uh, scenes from an Italian restaurant, oh. which I guess he sings at a lot of his live shows. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when he came out with Only the Good Died Young on that album, people mm. gave him death threats because they thought, why are you singing about that? And just to get him, he would sing it twice oh. at every concert. <laughs> oh, yeah, just just to it. get back at him. And his daughter, Alexa, yeah. Joel, was named after Ray Charles. Oh, didn't know that. Even though she doesn't have the name at all. Yeah. But it's Alexa Ray Joel, her middle name, was mm. after him. He's he's good. Yeah, he, he is good. And he, even though he retired like 20 years ago, he's not really retired because he will, well, prior to COVID, he was playing like 30, 40 shows a year at Madison Square Garden. They just kind of turned it over to him. Yeah. it's Right. He, yep. Absolutely. I just saw him here. What was it when he was at Target Field? Not too long before the pandemic. Might have been 2018, I think mm-hmm. he was in town here, mm-hmm. which was a great show. And when he I had sa- a bad run. He Remember did. after um, he married that cookbook girl? And you know, they're still and- married. They're not divorced. They really? Yeah, really? they are not divorced. Wow. The cook? Because he kept drinking and driving and running into this bush at a corner on Long Island, I feel like. Mm-hmm. He kept running into it all the time, and I think he's... Obviously cooled it. Yeah, Katie um, Lee. They've been separated yeah. since, since 2009, but they've never actually gotten divorced. He graduated from high school 25 years after his class. Oh, yeah, because he dropped out to join a band. Like all, yeah. you know, yeah. like anybody who's got a good plan for dropping out of high school. Mom, Dad, I'm joining a band. Starting a band. <laughs> and Mom and Dad are like, what? Yeah. You're on your own then. When I was yeah. uh, when I went to see him, not see him, but I was at the Super Bowl in 2007 when Prince did his thing in Purple Rain in the Rain. You were at that Super Bowl? Yes, I was oh at my. that Super Bowl. Oh, my and gosh. And he opened up and did the national anthem, and he played on the piano, and I have the greatest picture. I have it still at my house, and it's him at the piano, but he came out tuxedo up. Shorts below because oh, it was 89 oh, and was. humid. So he's sitting up there, and from everybody else's view, he was, you know, tuxedo up, but below he had the old cargo shorts on at oh. the Super Bowl. It was just beautiful. What an Joel. epic Super Bowl to be at. Yeah, that was no kidding. Oh, Peyton Manning's first win, too, as a professional. But yeah, that. Yeah, that that performance. I remember, and I'm sorry to derail us. I was actually kind of bummed out when I heard Prince was going to be there because, no. like, Paul well, you, McCartney was oh, there before. Sure. All these other names that had been there before, and I'm some local guy, not knowing it would be the greatest Super Bowl performance of all time. And when he said, right. "Can you make it rain anymore?" Yeah, I know it. Before he went out on stage, does it get any better Epic. than that? Yeah, not uh-huh. really. Not oh. really. I had to go digging um, because, you know, Justin Bieber was at the Target Center on Friday night. I know and it was. was. A sold out this. show, um, twice delayed uh, show. Why uh, both, was it delayed? Well, oh, COVID. Re- rescheduled. Rescheduled. Okay. And if you remember, um, I think one of the shows was uh, canceled because he dropped out in the middle of his tour. In the yeah. one year, maybe. Um, emotional reasons. Emotional reasons. So both Ross Rayla and Chris Schneider, uh reviewed the show. Ross Rayla, 
This kid needs to cheer up. Very oh, gloomy, very detached Justin Bieber. A okay. big technical spectacle. Lots of, um, you know, um, techno, auto, to you know, whatever. And so Chris Riemann Schneider pretty much said the same thing. Boy, is this... This a uh, this this kid is blue, really not into uh, here's, it. Here were the things that I heard is that the Duluth Trading Company gave him Duluth packs that last for life. One for his wife, you know, because they always give. This is something we've talked about in the past, but every concert venue gives the performer a personalized gift from the city. And famously, Lori, when Taylor Swift was here years ago, someone recommended that um, her furniture. Per furniture, furniture down per the road from furniture, <laughs> the kitty cat furniture makes something custom for them. And, um, you know, we just, the Excel just did the mural for Lizzo that they're going to give her when she performs here in the fall. So Duluth Pack made something for he and his wife, uh, Haley. That was in the paper. That's all I read. Yeah. Not about the concert, but the gifts. Yeah, well, I, I would have died to go, but that's a drink that he's so blue. He's too young. Well, that's kind of what. What both Ross and Chris Chris Riemann Schneider was like, well, maybe it's hard to sing about the breakup songs you wrote when you were thir- and recorded when you were thirteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, when but you're happy now. Yeah. Uh, Ross just said right. he was very gloomy and very detached during the show. Oh, so that's that's hard to hear. I know a lot of people that paid some big big money to go to that show. Well, and you and you big wondered money. their concert pros. So if you're just going to one concert every 6 months, maybe everyone else just thought this is the best thing ever. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Oh. Right. That that so, could be. Mm-hmm. That could totally be it. Um what else do we know? Oh, Jennifer Lopez reached into her archives, <laughs> um got her archivist busy and she tweeted an Instagram a clip of her and Ben Affleck getting spotlighted at courtside at an NBA game on May 11, 2003. And that was her uh, thing that she used to post to wish everybody a happy Mother's Day. And um, and you could hear the announcer calling them Hollywood, Hollywood's hottest couple uh, at the time. And she said, happy Mother's Day to all the mommies out there. And, um, you know, then less less than like six months later, you know, J-Lo uh, ended her engagement to Ben Affleck and asked for privacy. It's kind of an odd that they, she was like, find this video from that and we're going to use this for for Mother's Day. It's very odd. I didn't post anything. Yeah, no, I like what Celine Dion posted. And Graham posted this for us. Picture yes. of her with her boys. She's yes. got no makeup on, and she wrote, I think about mothers in Ukraine and around the world who've lost their children, and for those mothers who constantly worry about how to keep their children uh, safe. So I, I kind of I like that she said, these are the courageous mothers, and I dedicate Mother's Day to them. But um, So I, I, I like that she did that, and she acknowledged what's going on. Can't imagine, you know, being... I mean, we're now like in day 95 of this Russia and oh, Ukraine war. And, it's like they're not going to stop until it's a gravel pit. Uh, yeah, it's it's I mean, it's, it's hard to it's, it's hard to it's think hard. about that. Yeah. I, I keep waiting for Carlos the Jackal 
or one of the uh, Russian <laughs> oligarchs to pay somebody $100 million to deal with Putin. <laughs> to off him. Get it done. Oh, God. Another yeah. billionaire oligarch, another Russian oligarch, mysteriously died doing a hangover cure of toad poison. This is, there is some <gasps> stories behind these guys dying. Oh, my God. No, this is probably an oligarch who probably... Tried to get somebody to take out Putin, and Putin took him out wow. with toad poison. There's been multiple oligarch, oligarch, high end people that have committed or taken their own lives, taken their own lives life recently, or lost their lives due to a hangover Over, cure for mm-hmm. toad poison. That one isn't even trying to, mm-hmm. you know, they're not that even trying to cover itself. that one up. That's yeah. not even trying to hop away. No, yeah. that's bad. Yeah. He croaked. That's so bad. It's <laughs> so bad. That's so bad. But it's so bad, though. But I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things uh, oh. uh, happening, um, and I was just like, I read every one of those damn stories because I'm just like, oh my gosh, and they're fascinating when, that this is happening. But when in 2022, when is somebody going to hire, you know, the lethal assassin? To get close How enough to get access to him, though, Lori. I mean, he is so protected. Did you see his little parade? I mean, there's like 500 million people there. Yeah, I know. How do you get at him? I, I have no idea. All right, listen. Neither do I. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the Tony nominations. Uh, we also have Jennifer Hudson now possibly being one step away from being an EGOT with the nomination she got today. And... Maybe a couple of snubs that uh, happened with the Tonys that we're going to have to discuss. We'll be right back. Talking about the Tonys, you guys, um, we stand very corrected. Apparently, we were reading old, old Google things about Billy Joel and Katie uh, Lee not being divorced yet, Laurie. Yeah, they are. Uh, They're both divorced, and they both are remarried. Oh, good. (laughs) His current wife is Alexis Roderick. And they have a kid. They had a kid together recently. Just wanted you to know because this person, Amy, thank you for letting us know, is a huge Billy Joel fan. Lovely, Amy. Sakes. Thank you. I guess nobody so, takes care of his wiki page. <laughs> well, we know that about Wikipedia. Wikipedia can be a little off at times. That's I've, right. I've, I had some problems there before. I've gone in there and changed some uh, notable graduates from my high school and put my friends in there. As, oh, you have? And they last for, you know, a good 24 hours and get taken down. But, oh, yeah, you can go in there and you can put whatever you want and it'll oh stay gosh. there for about 24 hours before that someone catches funny. it. Yeah. Well, the Tony nominations, um, of course, I had to read uh, Roger uh, Friedman at Show. Is four one one because he goes to all the shows, and yes. he writes the Tony Committee really rained on a lot of parades. Um, there was one nomination for the revival of Funny Girl, just one for Jared Grimes, who tap dances his way into our hearts, and Plaza Suite with Matthew Broderick and Sarah Jessica Parker didn't get any nominations either. Either got one for costume design, and Roger wonders why the Tonys wouldn't have included Funny Girl in the musical revival category and Plaza Suite in the revival play category because there's only Best Revival of a Musical, Caroline or Change the Music Man and Company, and Funny Girl could have gone in there, and they could have also done the Best Revival of a Play. He's like, then you would have had, at the Tonys coming up, you could have had a performance from Funny Girl and oh, Plaza yeah. Suite with big names, and it would have... he He's just, like, uh, throwing up his hands at the fact that they would... Apparently, Plaza Suite 
Chicago and Funny Girl have been bringing out the Broadway theater goers. Oh, Lori, amazing. And, you know, I was reading about, we, we got a, um, I was reading about um, the, the one that got all the, the awards. Is that the Strange Loop, the Michael Jackson? It's Michael Jackson no, against it is Michael not, Jackson. It is not about it, Michael Jackson, a different one. Well, there's Strange Loop and MJ the Musical. Those are the two most nominated Tonys. And that's Michael Jackson, uh, Michael R. Jackson versus Michael Jackson, the King of Pop. So that's it's a different story. It is. It is completely different. And so I was reading what Strange Loop is about. And it's about a a gay black man doing a wanting to write a play about a gay black man that's a musical and then writing about all these other there's all these other things to it it just sounded very interesting i mean people are loving it yes um, it got the most nominations right but and, it's but you know funny girl just really opened it had been in previews last week so i to roger's point i mean how can you nominate it you can have those people perform there no, you, you really have to be nominated just... to perform at the Tonys. Oh, for crying out loud. Well, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. And they Jennifer... don't want anyone to watch. Yeah, Jennifer Hudson, <laughs> she's a producer for this show, A Strange Loop, the most nominated thing. So if she were to get, if that show wins, she will be an EGOT. Because, of course, she's got an Oscar for Dreamgirls. She's got two Grammys and a Daytime Emmy. And she was famously snubbed by the Tonys when she didn't get a nod as Shug Avery in the revival of The Color Purple. So this is her chance to get a Tony. This is her chance. Okay. She's one oh of the gosh. many producers uh, for a Strange Loop. Because I got nine, I got 11 no, nominations. Yes, and it's a black queer man trying to write a musical as he grapples with desires, identity, and instincts. And the production yes. won a Pulitzer Prize for Best Drama in twenty. 20 and now it's best up for best musical so um yeah and then apparently um pamela anderson on chicago it got a surge of tickets but now people are kind of like eh, she's not that much of a singer and actress and people are not really showing up for that yeah, the stunt casting awards welcome out. Yeah, kind of. They've got another, but Sutton Foster and Hugh Jackman got nominated. Ruth Nega for Macbeth, but nothing for um, Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig and um, He's starring in that right now. Yeah, Mr. Saturday Night. Billy Crystal's got to be pretty happy. He got a lot of nominations. Well, right. I. He's so good. That's right. I would really want to see that. Yeah. Um, Julia, we. Uh, I think we we're going. going to New York. No one has told we, I, us I yet. We, we, we haven't given anyone any any uh, information on our desired flights or anything. Or will they let us have a day off to go accept our Gracie Award? I don't know. I think they should. We're not dealing with that right now. We Hopefully. still first have to get everyone in the back in the office. Yeah, that's from true. Our, our outbreak. <laughs> that's that's very very true. <laughs> we've got other things. Okay, so just to back up, we've. We've got mail people today, and I want to thank everybody for um, weighing in on stuff. But this is this goes back to when we first started our show, and we were talking about Lucky Strike or Lucky Lucky Horse, Rich you know, Strike. whatever the yes, yeah, um, Strike Rich. So here was here's from Wendy. Here's what she said: Hi, ladies. I have horses, and when because we were talking about after that horse ran, 
how it was attacking the mane of kind of the handler trying to settle him the, down the and pony, everything. The pony, yeah. Right, and how the guy, the handler guy, punched the horse in the eye. Here's what Wendy says. Hi, ladies, I have horses, and when they they bite, they grind their teeth front to back, and it's incredibly painful. That stud had a hold of the out, outrider's leg, which is why he punched him. Oh. Um, and then she said, I had a friend who lost a breast when a stud picked <gasps> her up by the breast and started shaking her up and down. Well, that's that's oh. a bit much, Wendy. Oh, but my I mean, word. So he really wanted to get that, that guy, uh, that horse, you know, off of the other horse. So yikes. Who knew that? Yeah, not me. Who knew that? All I know and is that whenever I've been around a horse, I'm always very <laughs> amazed at how big they are and how huge their teeth are. And uh, I think, boy, horsey I'm... sex. Huh? I was exposed to horse sex as a young girl. Yeah. When when we had a farm, and um, no, Grant, I see you right now covering I, yeah, your face. Yeah, I was too. And we I had remember. a hobby farm. It's oh, quite yeah. shocking. Oh, you had a I was, farm. It's so violent. I, we had a hobby farm. We had a quarter horse. We had Shetlands. Oh, wow. And watching that, it, how this big beast would put its front legs up on the beast in front of him. And I'm like, how? And then seeing. No wonder all, you like, were scarred from sex after watching that <laughs> as a seven-year-old. No, wonder why I waited till I was 21. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want someone's high legs up on me like that. <laughs> That's a tough one for a low back, for mean, sure. My gosh and then we saw him having babies but the the sex thing alone was just it was i hadn't even seen a dog's penis yet at that point oh, and i geez. seen the horse yeah and i'm like wow this is a lot of information for like an eight-year-old you know for sure because it is I violent I, I was younger than that yeah it, it felt crazy. violent <laughs> the first time I saw a horse do it. It felt violent the first time I saw my uh, dog, Misty, uh, go right. down the street with his corkscrew getting getting after a dog. Oh. I was just like, oh, right. my gosh. And apparently, according to Christine, another listener, she said about Billy Joel that four years ago her son was a plebe at West Point. I don't know what that means. Somehow got himself to Madison Square Garden to see Billy and said it was the best night of his life. So if you ever are in New York and he's performing there, drop everything. Yeah, and go. I think a, yeah. a plebe, that was like his first year, maybe at, at was, uh, your first West year. West Point, I was thinking West of freshman. Point. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. But so there we go. Thank you, everybody. Gosh, there's more. We're getting a lot of these people. Well, I'm glad you're finally um, looking at your email. Well, Lori, I'm not going to pressure you to do it. No, please don't. <laughs> That'd be too much. Someone else said, uh, guys, Billy Joel's uh, wife is remarried. We already know that. Katie, um, damn, I wanted yeah. them to still be uh, just separated, <laughs> not divorced. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thanks, everybody, for letting us know what's up, because apparently we're, we don't know what's up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the queen has reached, uh, she's become the third longest serving monarch, and in just a month she'll be in second place. Who Who is older than her? Um, uh, She will surpass King, the guy, the king of Thailand, who oh, wow. he well, racked then, up okay. 70 years on the throne. And she just wow. passed Johan II of Liechtenstein. Who reigned for 70 years. I thought a Liechtenstein was a horse, not no, a country. It's a country. Okay. It was a country. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the Jubilee <laughs> is happening pretty soon in June. And, and the big question, who will be on the balcony? 
They're going to we'll use see. Harry and Meghan to sell so many newspapers, it won't matter who's on the balcony. Well, That's what's bringing the eyes. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. All right, we're taking a quick break, and we'll be right back.